never lose sight of one thing. It all was started by a mouse. Mickey Mouse completely changed the world of entertainment when it made its debut in 1928. And as we all know, billions of people have made a special place for Walter Pell in their heart. He's made friends all over the globe, and nearly 90 years later, he continues to inspire us and generations of children. Yet, over all these years, we've never really had a chance to join him in this cartoon world. And that is about to change. We are thrilled to announce that we are creating our first ever ride-through attraction built entirely around Mickey Mouse. Nothing can stop us now. I'll tell you how. We're going to make it happen. Let's take a ride and spend the day in the countryside. Good times are here to stay. Forget away and have the perfect picnic. Welcome everyone to the Mickey Shorts and more Disney Mickey Mouse themed podcast. My name is Keaton. And my name is Steve. And we are extra excited this week because finally, after all of this time, after all this speculation. That's <laughs> way to cut to the chase there, buddy. Yes, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway has officially opened. And we are excited to be able to review it tonight. We have experienced, I'm going to put quotes around that, we've experienced the ride for ourselves. That does not mean we've been to Florida in the last six days, unfortunately. But we have done the best we can to get as big of a grasp of this ride as we possibly can get. We from, From day one, we were watching all the ride videos, and there are a lot of them out there. And then finally... Yesterday, exactly what I talked about on the podcast last week happened, where somebody, bless your hearts, thank you, Attractions Magazine, posted the 360-degree view of the attraction, which means we could strap on the virtual reality headset, program the ride through it, and experience it at least in that way. Now, granted, this isn't the most, you know, this isn't the highest definition way of doing this. I mean, you're essentially loading it through an iPhone and sticking the iPhone six inches from your face in a virtual reality headset viewer. And, you know, it's going to split up, you know, the left eye, right eye, all that good stuff. But at least gives you a sense of, of the attraction layout. You can look around, you can see things, you know, maybe not in perfect detail, but you get a sense of the space, which is really what I wanted to do. And then I put Keaton in the chair and let him experience it for himself, too. On the back, um, I saw something really weird. You saw something really weird? <laughs> I saw, like, Mickey just staring at me. <laughs> when you turned around? Yeah. I'll bet I know which part that was, too. So tonight we are going to review Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway for all of you. And we're going to do it just like we would any other of the Mickey Mouse shorts. We're going to do it just like one of the cartoons, because that's what they want us to experience. Yay! It is, we are going to the Chinese theater to witness the premiere of a brand new Mickey Mouse short called The Perfect Picnic. And the whole ride is set up just like the Mickey Mouse short. 
from start to finish, as we will talk about tonight. <coughs> Friends, loved ones, I've gathered you all here to tell you something important. So, Keaton, we do have one piece of news. Now, granted, the news this week is pretty much clear and simple. The ride has been opened, and that's what everybody is talking about because, I mean, it's a brand new attraction in the Disney parks, and finally, we have a ride-through attraction dedicated to Mickey Mouse and gang. This has never happened. The parks have been open since 1955. At least Disneyland has. The you know Disney World has been open, the Magic Kingdom, since 1971. We've never had a ride-through attraction based on Mickey Mouse and the characters. Now, there have been other attractions. You know, there's been shows, plenty of shows that have been out over the years. Uh, there was, uh, you know, the Mickey Mouse Review, which was in Fantasyland for you know, many, many years, which is all animatronic forms. There's been Mickey's PhilharMagic, but, I mean, come on. Who's the star of Mickey's PhilharMagic? Donald. Donald Duck, exactly. Mickey's in it for like 30 seconds. So Yeah, he's only there for the beginning and end. Beginning and end. Right. Everything else is Donald Duck and other characters. So, I mean, granted, this is still Mickey and gang, but not quite the same as a ride-through attraction. We have things like Mickey's house and Minnie's house, which, again, all cool. Not complaining there. But a dark ride-style attraction has never happened before. So this is why we're so excited for the idea of Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. And the big news this week, again, like I said, is that it's open, along with the Mickey Shorts Theater, which we'll talk about you know, in a later episode. But one of the things you always get with a new attraction is new merch. New merch? That's right. Stuff to buy. And so if you go to our show notes and you'll you look down at one of the links, pretty much the only link this week, because there's only one piece of news. So I found a list of every piece of merchandise that you can buy for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. You can look at pictures of it. You can see the prices of it. So you can see all the new stuff available. But again, you can go through this list, check it all out in the show notes. So that way you know exactly what kind of stuff you want to buy when you get to the parks related to this ride. So what we're going to do, as I said earlier tonight, is we're going to ride through Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. We're going to do our regular episode commentary just like we would every other episode. We're going to talk through it, and then at the end, we're going to give our thoughts, our comments. There's a lot to discuss and break down with this ride. So, Keaton, what do you say we get started? Actually, um, in the Twister, um, that's the part when, when you actually feel really we when, real wind, and it's really and it's really cool. So we we can't spoil start we can't start spoiling things yet. So let's start off as we would normally. Take it away, Goofy. Are you ready for the show? Okay, so we have our show summary. This is not the official show summary because there's not really an official summary, so I just wrote my own. But essentially, here's our show summary for this episode called The Perfect Picnic. Mickey and Minnie's attempts at having the perfect picnic are derailed when Conductor Goofy accidentally sends his train passengers into a high adventure frenzy. Now, the original air date, <clears throat> aka the opening date, is March 4th, 2020, which was last week. <laughs> and 
with that said, we don't have the big list of who did what. We know it was created by the Imagineers. We know it's based on Paul Reddish and his artwork from the Mickey Shorts show. And with that, we can watch it. What do you say? Yeah. Okay. Now, the video we're going to be using to watch the, the ride is also going to be in the show notes. This was the one that was filmed by the DSNY Newscast video podcast. So definitely check their stuff out. I may, I watch their show twice a week when they come out. They're amazing, awesome. Keep me in the loop on all Disney news. So go check them out. But that's the video we're going to be watching. And so, Keaton, what do you say? We get started. Yes. Do you want to give us a countdown? Three, two, one. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. We're walking into the Chinese theater. Looking just like it used to from the great movie ride, except now it's got the big neon sign out front. The lobby looks just the same, except there are posters on the wall, and these posters rotate. These are the posters we've been talking about for the last two months. And now, a perfect picnic. Now, we're not going to show the whole thing because this video is kind of edited, but we've got Mickey and Minnie. They're driving down the road. They're talking to Goofy. They're waving. But suddenly, Pluto, go Pluto gets knocked out of the trunk of the car. And now a pie gets stuck in the top of the train, cause it, it to explode. Wait. And as the train explodes, a hole appears in the screen. I mean, and you go through it! Like an actual hole! Like it's all, the screen is bowed out and everything. But and how's this still working? Goofy is now talking to the cast member in charge. I love the little coordination there. So now all the people are freaking out as they actually walk through. I mean, this is a legit hole in the screen. It's all like blasted out. Oh my god. <laughs> so yeah, all the people are like, what? And, and someone said like, oh my gosh. Yeah, that's right. So now we are officially in the cartoon world. We are being led through the queue to run amok the Runamuck Park trains. That puts us, you know, now all the people are <laughs> in the train. So we've got the train, and behind it are three or four different carts that you can board. Now, because of the train, there's tracks underneath you. This looks just like you're on a legit train. And now the train is taking off, and we are coming through the opening scene, which is this nice, bright, lit day. If you look up on the mountains, you can see Mickey and Minnie driving down the road. The sun is making faces up in the sky. There's birds flying. If you look in the right place, you can see Chuby singing a song. There's a carousel. So many different things to see. And now we're in the train tunnel. I can't even see Goofy. Nope, because we're in one of the back cars. We're in the, the third car <laughs> in this particular video. So now we see Goofy, he's the one who's who's driving the train, and Mickey and Minnie drive up beside him in their car. And they're talking about how nothing can go wrong, but whoop, suddenly does something does go wrong. And now we're to understand that the track has not been switched appropriately. Goofy has been sent off one direction, sending all the cars a different direction. What is happening here? Now all the cars have split off from one another and they're spinning all over the place in a western scene. So Mickey is Mickey are coming in and saving the day. 
Although the they're twister's getting, coming next. They're getting stuck in a lasso. So this is all happening around you. So now all of a sudden we're in a carnival. At night, Mickey and Minnie this are... This is the twister. This is the wind tunnel. Yeah, all of a sudden, yeah, a tornado comes out of nowhere. And it's rolling around. And it's, you know, Mickey and Minnie are like, ah! And then you really feel wind. Exactly. There's actual wind in this space. You can see Mickey and Minnie, they just got sucked into the tornado as it went rolling away. Now, this particular video that we're watching, the ride actually pauses for a minute. <laughs> Gives us a good chance to look at the ride. We got lots of cool projection, projection effects happening on the walls. Lots of different things happening. Oh, we're going to talk about that poster afterwards. Does the ride keep going? It's brand new, so sometimes it pauses. And now we are officially going once again. Okay, so now we're going into the next place. Now we're going to get a close-up on the tornado. <laughs> Who's in the tornado? Oh, Pluto is in the tornado. <laughs> Mickey's in the tornado. Wait, where's Lou? Wait, where's Louie and and the, uh, and the other two? So now we are in a, like a South Pacific place. There's we're like on an island. Mickey and Minnie are up here, the animatronic versions of them. But suddenly, here comes the lava. There is a volcano that's about to explode. And now Minnie and Mickey are going over a waterfall. You're going to. And suddenly, we're underwater. Wait, what? Now we're in the underwater world. And when we swivel back around, we're there, there's fish. <laughs> there's Pluto. <laughs> oh my and now, god. <laughs> There's all the water. The water's all draining out. And now we're in a cityscape. There's a guy in a jackhammer. There's things happening everywhere. There's so much, so many details in this ride. Donald Duck is driving a van. Cars and traffic everywhere. And now we're inside Daisy's Dance Studio. Now we're going to kind of pause here a little bit. Daisy's going to walk us through a dance. So. Here we go. We're going to waltz with Daisy. One, two, three. One, two, three. Everyone's kind of moving around. It's kind of a, a little pause here in the ride as we're waltzing with, with, with Daisy. Now it's time to conga. We're going to do a conga line as we come out of Daisy's dance studio into another, city, into another cityscape. But there's a problem because all of a sudden in the cityscape, Mickey got sucked into a pipe. Oh no! What do we do? So we switch Wait, to another room. Inside, I think there's a boiler. Yeah, inside this room, there's a boiler. So Mickey's going all over the place through all these machines, these gears, these grinds. Oh, he just got pushed up into the sky. He's being electrocuted. All this bad stuff's happening to him. There's magnets. There's a boiler, and then magically everything disappears, and it turns back into the park, the park that we started in. But it's nighttime, and now Goofy, in the locomotive, has joined back up with us. What the? Pluto. How Pluto's found Mickey and Minnie, and now they're gonna sing a lovely little song. While there's fireworks going off, Mickey-shaped fireworks are in the sky. They're talking about the crazy ride they've had. Goofy's hitting the horn in time with him. He's dancing with his jazz hands up in the locomotive. 
It's this big finale. And up in the barn above everybody is Chuby singing along with this big grand finale as we make our way back into the barn. Now Goofy has just plugged something in and electrocuted himself. Of course, because he always does that. And now we're on our way back into the barn. And we're getting the typical gather up all your stuff. Yep. Thank you, Goofy, for telling us what to do here. And the cast member's going to let us out of the train. But something cool to notice here. In just a second. I'll show you. Now, everyone's coming off the ride. They're, they're applauding all the, the Imagineers who are there to officially launch the ride. As you're coming out, though... What do you hear in the background? It's the credits! It's the credit theme! Exactly, it's the credit song. So it's just like a Mickey Shorts. And for those who are watching carefully, you'll notice you came out the screen, the still exploded screen. So it's just like you've finished the cartoon now, and now you are outside. Whew. So that it's commentary on Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Buddy, what'd you think? We finally we finally got to experience the ride. Yes, good. I'm really excited to ride it. You are really excited. And I, I'm gonna really like the wind part. <laughs> yes, you are. That's except for the tornado. <laughs> well, yeah, tornadoes have kind of freaked you out lately. So alright, Keaton. So did you like it? Liked it! I loved it! Ha ha! Yeah! Yeah! What was your favorite part? The twister. The twister. Interesting. So, a few things to talk about here. There's there's so much detail in this ride. It's amazingly cool. So, let's, let's first of all, let's do our, our thoughts from the beginning. Because we can't really do that you know, when the ride is ongoing. So, we're in the theater. Well, first of all... Let's start from the lobby. The lobby, when you're going through the lobby, it looks just like it did from the great movie ride, but there's different movie posters on the wall, which are the ones that we have been talking about for the last two months but of the I show. Have, but I haven't seen a great movie ride before. No, nope. you you have not experienced the great movie ride. Why? That's what used to be there because they closed it down a long time ago. And so, yeah, you would not have remembered that from the last time we were there. But when you're in that lobby, there are the, the the Mickey Shorts posters, and they rotate in the frame. So you'll you'll see one, and then every once in a while you'll see it rotate up, and then it's the next poster. So they can show a lot of different posters in you know a small amount of time. I didn't see that. Nope. Then you go into the pre-show where we're watching the original Mickey Mouse, um, the the new Mickey Short, a perfect picnic. And, you know, this particular ride film, most people seem to re be respecting the fact that you're not supposed to be filming movies. Um, so it's, you know, we kind of had to rush through that part. But there's the whole plot where Mickey and Minnie are trying to leave for their perfect picnic. And I, some people are getting upset by this. I don't think Minnie did this on purpose. I think she inadvertently knocked Pluto into the trunk of the car, which is kind of a big plot point through this ride that a lot of people don't realize. There's the main plot, which is, you know, Mickey and Minnie kind of having this big adventure. 
And then there's a side plot, which is Pluto trying to get back to be with Mickey and Minnie. So he's in there all over the place, if you know where to look. But in the pre-show, Pluto gets shoved in the trunk. As Minnie and Mickey are driving away and they're talking to Goofy, they hit a bump, which causes Pluto to get bumped out of the trunk. The pie that was in the trunk with him gets stuck in the train, and that's what causes the big explosion that causes the big hole in the screen. Now, this has to be a really cool effect to see in person because there's... But the question is, when the next people come in, how is it gone? It does look a bit magical. The nice thing about watching it on YouTube is you can see how they did it, and it's 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 not too difficult. Uh, if you watch the videos online, you'll see what I mean. You're like, ah, oh, I see how that works. But it looks really magical because they kind of distract you with the, the screen uh, and the smoke and wait, everything you know else. and. Works? Yeah, yeah, I know, I know how it works. I know how they did it, and it's cool. How did they do it? Well, we'll talk about that offline, so we don't ruin the magic for anybody else. But it's it's a fairly simple effect, but it's it's very well um, pulled off in this this respect. So kudos to you guys for figuring it out, to the Imagineers for figuring it out. But we do get to walk through the screen, and now we're in the cartoon world, and we're loading up the trains. Now we've got to the trains. There. Are, one of the things to understand about this ride is that there are, you're going to have different experiences depending on where you sit. So if you sit in the front, you're right next to Goofy and you're, you know, you're listening to Goofy talk to you and you're seeing the initial reaction, which is the train is going through and it gets separated because something happens with the track and it causes the train to separate. Now, if you're in the back car, you're not hearing that audio <laughs> because you're way in the back and that's okay. The Imagineers have figured out a solution for that. So instead of trying to catch you up on the story, they're just going to give you a different story. So in the back car, that's the best place to get the whole story of Pluto trying to get back up to find Mickey and Minnie. So they take the physics into effect of the ride vehicles and where they are to feed the right audio to oh, you. Um to tell you the different uh, stories, which and, is really brilliant in my opinion. And also, when I looked back at Mickey and Minnie's Runaway um, Railway, um, I saw Pluto just like chasing us in the back trying to get back to Mickey and Minnie. <laughs> exactly. So th this is what I'm talking about. When you're looking for these clues, you're realizing that there's this whole side plot about Pluto <laughs> who got left behind, which coincidentally is also the side plot for... <laughs> vacation fun, which we'll talk about, you know, in another show. But poor, all yeah. these plots center around poor Pluto. Bad yeah. things happening to Pluto. Yeah, because he got left again. He got really upset. He did, which is so sad. Poor Pluto. <laughs> Side note: When we were at Disneyland in November, we had a meet and greet over at Disney's California Adventure with Pluto. And he was so happy to see us, of course. But at the very end, I went up to Pluto and I said, "Hey." We do a podcast about Mickey and friends and you guys. And I just have to say on the record, you are the most neglected, abused animal in the history of cartoons. And he stops and he looks at me and he suddenly just opens up his leg, arms wide and gives me the biggest hug. <laughs> it was like, thank you for noticing. I am the most neglected dog ever. <laughs> Poor Pluto. But... Okay, so so back to the ride and kind of our, our comments on it. So, what if we were in the cartoons and we left Pluto, Pluto too? Well, that would be sad. We got to take care of our dog, as we do our own dog. 
But we have our own dog. We do have our own dog, and she is very well taken care of. Yeah. Yes. Her name is Joy. That's right. So, okay, so where were we? Okay, so now we're, we're, we're back to, with our side notes aside there, we're back to the carnival scene, which is really cool because it's such a huge room, and there's so many things going on inside this room. This is one of the cool things about the attraction. There is so much going on. You can ride it multiple, multiple times and always be catching new things because it's just constantly changing. And there's constantly, you know, things to look at. I heard of one reviewer who rode the ride six times and was still catching new things. So a lot of rewritability in this particular ride, which is great. Yeah, it was like projection of the of Pluto walking and chasing us. Right. So now we get the whole tornado effect. And then we come around the corner and we get to see the tornado kind of up close as it's spinning around. And you know, Mickey's in there and, and Pluto's in there. And there's a lot of different things in there. So kind of a but fun effect. But I didn't effect. see in Louie and the other two. Right. So not everything is in there, but there, there's a lot of stuff crammed in the tornado. And it's also really windy in there. And from what I understand, we can't experience this on YouTube, obviously. But from what I've heard from people is that in each room there are different scents, different smells that go along with it. So now we get away from the tornado and we roll into the South Pacific Island. And what's really cool about this particular space is this use of projection te projection technology. And in the um, wind tunnel, you smell wind. <laughs> well, we think we've never been in it, so we don't know what they're smelling. But I would imagine, yeah, you're probably smelling wind. So what's cool is you come through this space and it looks like a South Pacific island. There's actually audio animatronic Mickey and Minnie there looking you know, above in a plant at you as you're coming in. So this is the big scene that you're seeing on the walls is, you know, the volcano about to explode and it looks really cool. Then your cars turn 180 degrees and that's when you have this giant waterfall effect. You feel like you're going down a river. You feel, you know, the cars will tilt up a little bit and it feels like you're going down a waterfall because this giant screen, you know, wraparound screen. And then the cars turn 180 degrees back the same direction. So you would think the volcano room that I just experienced is behind me and that's what we should be seeing. But no, the whole scene has now changed. They've, you know, the projection on the walls has completely changed and it's so bright and so vivid and so convincing that now it looks like you're underwater. I mean, where did that audio animatronic Mickey and Minnie go? It's gone. It's completely different. So that's one of the cool things about this ride. They can take entire rooms and change everything yeah. in them did, all the snap of a finger. How into their swimsuits that fast. Oh, that's the question you're asking? <laughs> Is that how they got in their swimsuits? <laughs> okay. So then we go into Daisy's dance studio, which I think is cool. Uh, is this the, my only complaint of the ride so far is it just feels you've had all this high pressure, you know, fun, crazy things happening to you. So many details to look at. And then you go into the studio, which there's just, there's not a lot on the walls. And it's really just kind of a place to see what these trackless ride vehicles can do with the dancing thing. It Keaton made the comment. It looked just like Luigi's at Disney's California adventure in the fact that it's just kind of dancing around Personally, I think this is just kind of a stopgap so that they have a chance to get all the cars, you know, so that the traction can, can maneuver and you have time to experience the next scene. But I think they could do more with this space. It, in comparison to everything else, that's the one area that I feel, I think feels a little bit bland. 
Well, you're going into the same room. How is the mirror up here? I don't know. So now we go through a quick cityscape again. Um, and that's where Mickey gets sucked into the pipe and we end up in the big room of, of the furnace and all of the gears and the factory. And there's all this stuff going on all around you. Again, very highly detailed space with so many different things to look at. But then I get a snap of the fingers. The whole room changes right before your eyes into the park that you started off in. Only it's nighttime. And this is where we then move into the yeah, room. and something happens to Pete. And I looked back at me, um, and and um, it was Pete turning into a flower. Pete turned into a flower? When it changed. Really? Yeah. <laughs> well, see, this is where you got to experience the ride multiple times, because it's always going to be something new to look at. Thank yeah. you, 360 version, and, for giving us those details. Yeah. Definitely go check that out. So now we're going through. Mickey and Minnie are singing their their cute little song. Now some quick analysis of the song, um, because I, I do like this. This plays into the subplot. You probably heard the little bit of the song at the beginning of the show. You can download it now from iTunes, um, so that you have that in your Disney audio collection as we do. But in the song, Minnie is talking about how nothing can go wrong. The times are here to stay. Get away and have the perfect picnic. We'll sing a song, and absolutely nothing will go wrong. And you hear Pluto going, uh? <laughs> because he's the one that everything goes wrong to. He's like, oh, oh, really? Nothing can go wrong there, Minnie Mouse. Okay, <laughs> I'm the victim here. So again, it's just a little fun audio nods there in that audio. It's like. And nothing will possibly go wrong. Oh, like what are you talking about, lady? <laughs> and I mean, even like in the underwater scenes, if you look up just a little bit to the left, you will see Pluto like holding his breath underwater, trying to get to Mickey and Minnie. <clears throat> Poor dog. He's like. So again, you're gonna see different things if you're in the front car, in the middle car, in the back car. There's gonna be stuff for everybody. So now we finish off the ride. We get to see, you know, Chuby singing along the, so the song. Fun fact. At the very, very end, Goofy's like, hey, I wonder what this lever does. And he pulls the lever. You hear him do this in his locomotive. And you hear him getting electrocuted. And that's right before you offload to, to continue on with your day at the parks. What's this lever do? <laughs> that is actually a nod to the Simpsons ride. They had a gag just like that at the very end of the Simpsons ride. They had to take it out because some people uh, missed it and complained. But that's just a fun little nod to Universal Studios and one of their old rides. That's one of the things, another thing about this, this attraction. There are so many nods. Just quickly here, because I know we're kind of going on and on about all of our love for this. But <laughs> there, are, there are a whole bunch of Easter eggs in this ride from the great movie ride that used to occupy its space. So for instance, when you're in the carnival scene, if you look at the attraction posters that are up, you'll see one for the great moving ride. It actually has a picture of a bunch of people on an escalator. <laughs> Exciting. But a fun little well, nod to the great movie ride that used to be in the building. They put a, a, great movie, a great movie ride poster in there? It's a, the great moving ride. <laughs> so it's, it's similar. 
that. Is it a, the very same thing, but, but without the Mickey characters? Yeah, there, there's not any Mickey characters in there. So, Does I mean, in, in the poster, anyway. It's it's just the poster. Another fun thing is one of the, the big fixtures in the Great Movie Ride was the whole Wizard of Oz scene. Um you know, where the, where the Wicked Witch was killed and all the munchkins are dancing. Follow the yellow big brown, blah, 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 blah. But, they have another, they have another, hold, hold on, buddy. Hold on. Oh, oh. They have another fun nod to that. It's a little hard to see. You might be able to catch it with your cameras, but in the twister scene, there's a mailbox that's spinning around, like a broken mailbox that's spinning around in the twister. And on the side of the mailbox, it said, no place like home which is a nod to The Great Movie Ride and that scene in The Great Movie Ride. And finally, when you're going through the city, if you listen at just the right spot, you'll hear the same cat noise. It was such a distinct cat noise from The Great Movie Ride that used to be in there. So a lot of fun things that they put. Well, you you can't hear that. you got to be in the ride itself to experience that one. But it's a very distinct cat noise that you can hear if you listen in just the right spot. So off to try to find the sound effect. <laughs> so overall, Keaton, what are your overall thoughts of this ride? Is it a good attraction? Is it a good ride? Yes. I, I think it's fantastic. I mean, granted, we're kind of target audience here. We're the ones who've been preaching to the choir about the awesomeness of the Mickey Shorts for the last year on the podcast, or almost a year anyway. So yeah, sign us up. We love the animation style. We love the the use of projection technology. We love the the magical changing of the rooms. There's just there's so much there, and I love that they make you feel like you're coming in to a Mickey Mouse short, and they followed up that little detail with going out of a Mickey Mouse short at the very end to complete the experience. So awesome job, Imagineers! We cannot wait to get to Florida to experience it for ourselves, or. Hopefully everything works out for it to come to Disneyland in a couple years as well. So that is our review. Go check it out. If you don't want to know everything, don't watch the videos. Um, I probably should have put a spoiler alert at the beginning of the show. But hey, if you're you're listening to this show, you're probably going to be a big fan of this ride anyway. So that is what happens. Anything else, Keaton, you want to say about Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway and A Perfect Picnic? Um, what was, um, the Twister, um, um, room when it was the great moving ride? I don't know what, I mean, because they completely gutted the building and they built the whole ride, except for the lobby. The lobby is the same, but past that, it's a completely different layout. And so I don't know what used to be there. Hard to say. So Keaton, you know what it's time for. Keaton's Joke of the Week. Can't wait to hear what you've come up with this week. Keaton, what is your joke for this particular week? Was Tornado's favorite game to play? Whoa, whoa, whoa. After all that talk about tornadoes, your joke is about a tornado? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so let me make sure I understood you correctly. What is a tornado's favorite game to play? Yeah. Okay, um, I don't know. Let's see how much stuff I can destroy. What is a tornado's favorite game to play? Twister. Twister? <laughs> like of twisty, course. Twisty, twisty. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I got it. 
Keaton's Joke of the Week. All right, so that is our review of A Perfect Picnic. Remember, you can listen to our review of all the Mickey shorts. We're midway through season two at this point in time, so there's a lot, a lot, a lot more to cover. But you can listen to all of our past episodes at www.mickeyshortsandmore.com. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, on Google Play, on YouTube, on Stitcher, whatever podcast player you listen listen to, just type in Mickey Shorts and More Podcast, and you will find us and you can subscribe. You can also connect with us on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter. Just, again, do a search for Mickey Shorts and more podcast, and we will come up. We better come up. We should. If you want to email your own thoughts about the ride or any of the, the shorts we've covered, feel free to do so. Just send those to MickeyShortsAndMore at gmail.com or call our voicemail line at 541-321-0472 to leave your thoughts there. If you've just come off the ride, we would love to hear your thoughts on the ride as well. So feel free to give us a call next week, buddy. Guess what? We have more new stuff to cover. Vacation Fun, a new Mickey Mouse short called Vacation Fun. It's exclusive to the parks, and there's going to be a lot of stuff that's familiar to you. So make sure you listen to our commentary on Vacation Fun. Another of the Mickey Mouse shorts at Hollywood Studios. Hopefully everyone has a great week. Tune in next time. New episodes come out on Tuesdays. And with that, we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da